Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. Welcome on in. It's another episode of NASCAR Coast to Coast presented by our friends at Wheeland Engineering on the road, in the air, and around the world. Wheeland is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. Back inside Mobile Command Center here at the Motor Racing Network in uh, Concord, North Carolina. My name is Chris Wilner, MRN Pit Reporter. MRN announcer Kyle Ricky, who for the second straight time, that, well, not straight, I guess, second time in 2023, decided to skip out on his announcing duties at Texas, joins me uh, back from Connecticut. Kyle, uh, what are we doing? Do you just not want to hang out with me? I mean, come on now. This is the second time. So to clarify, the first time there was an illness. Okay. Um, so there's that. The second time, you can thank the uh, the airlines. I, listen, I know that there were severe storms all over the country this weekend. Uh, getting in and out of Providence, Rhode Island, uh, the small TF Green Airport uh, can be a struggle at times, especially when the rest of the country um, or, or a lot of the country um, is, is having issues with flights and bigger airports like a Delta Hub, Chicago, um, which is where I initially was going. But uh, a cancellation one day, a, a reroute the second day, which would have got me there about what pay slaps for the truck race so i eventually walked away from the counter and said yeah this obviously isn't meant to happen this week you must be paying somebody i don't know i'm gonna start calling you kyle yeah. ricky uh yeah. playing ricky from work but no we missed you out there in texas though obviously we had a great race we'll uh, talk to our winner coming up actually on the show carson hosevar uh picked up his first career win after making his 59th start in the truck series finally got that elusive win off his belt we'll talk about that plus maybe his schedule coming up on the NASCAR route side of things in the late models. Uh, it was weekends of first, by the way. I mean, we had, what, one, two, three first-time winners across some of our big national series as well as our route series this weekend. So uh, pretty cool weekend to kind of share that uh, moment with several of the drivers making their first career wins. And we have a lot of news as well on the short track racing side as we, of course, close out uh, or really open up the month of April here in 2023. So Kyle, without further ado, let's go start with the Modifieds, the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour out at Virginia. The Virginia is for Racing Lovers 150 that you heard on the Motor Racing Network by our crew out there in Richmond. A first-time win for 20-year-old Austin Beers out of Northampton, Pennsylvania. Uh, again, shocked a lot of people with the pole, but then he backed it up with the race one. Kyle. Have to be pretty uh, impressed by this young racer. Yeah, um, and he's he's run part-time schedules in the past, ran full-time, I believe last year was his, his first full-time season on the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour, turned some heads, was very consistent, second-generation driver. Uh, dad is his longtime modified ace, Eric Beers, who has found so much success as a driver years ago. Uh, Austin driving for Mike Murphy, who is a longtime car owner, also picked up his first win as an owner in the series. So a lot of firsts over the weekend. 
in Richmond in, in two of the three national series and the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour. And uh, a great race, top to bottom, a lot of storylines throughout the field. But uh, yeah, suddenly Austin is on a lot of people's radar and potentially a, a run for a championship here after a pretty solid start in the opening couple races, including this win. Yeah, and an emotional victory, too. I mean, not only is it your first on the Wheel and Modified Tour schedule, but it came 14 years to the day since he lost his grandfather, somebody very influential in his early racing career. So for Austin to pick up the win, I know he dedicated it to his grandfather, uh, had to be extra special. And then he also had to hold off a really strong run from J.B. Fortin, who had a career-best second-place finish. Uh, but J.B. had some run-ins on track, too. We had Max McLaughlin in the field. Uh, those two got together battling for position late in the race and then some heated exchange post-race. Wouldn't be a mod race during NASCAR weekend if we didn't have a little bit of heated tempers. But what did you make of that uh, late in the race and that uh, battle for, for a podium spot? Yeah, and Justin Bonsignor involved in that as well. They were battling for second, third, and fourth for much of the, the last uh, part of that event from the final caution on. I think it was a 20-something lap run. And, and uh, you know what? It was hard racing. It was short track racing. It was modifieds. A great race. Um, but yeah, Justin and Max both kind of uh, cornered JP on pit road post-race. I don't know what was said, but it didn't look like it was a pleasant conversation. You'll have that. Um, I mean, how many times have we talked about that at the national levels this year? Um, I think this was just good, hard racing, and that's what we come to expect from these type of cars on this racetrack. We we see it at Loudoun, uh, the New Hampshire Motor Speedway, uh, once or twice a year from the Modifieds. You know, Richmond, uh, just a little bit shorter than New Hampshire, but providing the same type of racing. Uh, pack racing at the front. There were five cars for the most part under a blanket most of the event. So good hard racing and and good to see, you know, those emotions, you know, post-race. You know, there was no punches thrown. It was just a conversation. Officials had to step in a time or two to, to, uh, to cool them down a bit. But uh, we'll see what happens next time out here in a couple of weeks at Mananoc. Are you impressed by anything in particular now, two races in? I mean, Justin Bonson, you're another top five finish. We we expect him to be up toward the front, yeah. but to have Austin Beers, a race winner, and then obviously Ron Silk followed up his opening win with a seventh-place finish. But uh, Kobe, where are you at? Like, I mean, are, are, there, are there anything that surprised you uh, yet so far this year? Well, I think Austin's the big surprise because he wasn't on our radar. Um, and, and good to see that team really start together or put together a, a good season, at least in the first two races, still a long way to go. I think Doug and Tommy, they'll, they'll figure it out. Uh, they'll be a contender, not a big surprise with either Justin or Ron. They've both won championships on the NASCAR wheel and modified tour. Haven't heard much from John McKennedy. Uh, last year's champion uh, was kind of quiet deep in the, uh, I say deep second half of the top 10 on Saturday afternoon. So, uh, I guess that's maybe a surprise, but uh, I think Austin's the one that really uh, kind of shocked a lot of the modified community on Saturday evening. Well, congratulations, Austin Beers, career win number one there at Richmond. All right, on the other end of the continental United yeah. States on Saturday night, a late one on Saturday night for those of us on the East Coast was the ARCA West Series, their second race of the 2023 season. Of course, we documented what happened at Phoenix a couple weeks ago with Tyler Reif picking up the win. But uh, Venturing Motorsports flying the V all the way on the West Coast, winning at Irwindale with their new driver, Sean Hangarini, his first career win, and he did it in style, battling Landon Lewis there at the very end. But what a job for Sean, picking up his first win on the ARCA platform in the West Series. And now, Kyle, I think starting to shape up a nice championship battle here early on in the year between Sean and Tyler Reif. 
Yeah, had a had a rough start, a 16th place finish at the Phoenix Raceway uh, a month ago. Of course, that was a, a much larger field with a lot of the national teams, because uh, since it was an Arkham Menard Series national race as well. But uh, Hangarini, uh, moving, trying to move back into the championship battle, that 16th place has him outside of the top five. But Tyler Reif, just a two-point lead over Landon Lewis, who had a good day uh, on Saturday or a good night on Saturday with a runner-up finish. So, those two will be fun to watch. I like the experience by Trevor Huddleston uh, back, I believe, full time this year, just 10 points out in third. And, and he, again, knows how to win these races, knows how to win championships, finished fourth on Saturday night. So I think right now, when you look at the early top five, Trevor may be the early favorite just based on experience. But uh, no doubt, Tyler and Landon, there's a whole lot of talent there. And uh, I believe Sean could probably, you know, uh, there's plenty of time left for him to move into that battle as well. A couple weeks off before we see the Arca West Series back in action. Kern County Raceway Park up in Bakersfield, California. In a couple weeks' time, we'll have to see what championship battles or situations begin to take place when we get to there. Okay, we're two first-time winners in. Our third one of four, actually, I miscounted four this weekend, if you include Chandler Smith on the Xfinity yep. side. Carson Hosevar is on the line. He is coming up next. We're going to talk his NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series win in thrilling fashion, plus deep dive into what he expects for the rest of the year. Maybe some appearances on the late model schedule as well. That's coming up next on NASCAR Coast to Coast, presented by Wheelan Engineering. Wheelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry, designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers and warning systems for the automotive, aviation and mass notification industries worldwide. Wheelan products are designed, sourced and manufactured in America and tested on site to meet the toughest industry standards. Wheelan Engineering, manufactured in America for over 70 years. We never left and we're here to stay. Networks NASCAR Coast to Coast presented by Wheel and Engineering. As promised on the phone, the first time NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series winner, Mr. Carson Hosevar, picked up his first win of 2023 and first win of his career at Texas Motor Speedway last weekend in a wild finish. Carson, first off, let's start there, bud. A wild day, a wild finish, and the emotions that followed. Now that you've had a few days to think about it, uh, take us back to that to that moment uh, when uh, they came over the radio and said that you won the race. Oh, I mean, there's a lot lot going on. I tried my best to savor the moment. Honestly, what was it took a little bit. You know, they were said the finish was under review. I didn't know what they had to review, and I was like, man, there's no way they take it away. But they they kept telling me, you know, just sit and wait. We're not gonna go burn this thing down for some freak deal or you know they happen to take it away or something happens right you know freak things aren't precedented until they happen one time uh so we just sat there and it it let me kind of just sit there and enjoy the moment and take it all in for a minute before i went and was able to do the burnouts and celebrate and was able to kind of take it all in and visual i'm a visual remember and i was able to get pictures in my head and, and just remember little details of everything. And um, just that final lap is a blur to me. I don't really remember or register anything really until I was about middle one and two and remember anything. But I remember a lot of 
of that celebration and how fun it was and all the smiles on everybody's faces around me. And uh, I had to catch my breath a minute. I remember walking around in the truck because I kept getting hugged so many times that uh, <laughs> I needed to breathe. And I, I let myself just kind of land on the floor. And uh, Ross even texted me. He's like, what were you bound to? I'm like, dude, I didn't catch my breath. I'm, I I didn't get a chance to take my helmet off yet. And I tried. I, I, I kept flipping off the door of the truck and I kept falling down. And then they started hugging me. And I, I was, I was all excited. I never got a chance to breathe. So I just needed a minute to kind of sit down and relax. And I can't, I can't bend down and with my ankle the way it is, I can't, I don't have a hundred percent flexibility yet. So me just like kneeling down, isn't a thing. So I just got it kind of on my knees and I was on all four and enjoyed it and caught my breath. But it was a day I've dreamt since I was probably five years old. And uh, I'm glad that that day was, Number one in Texas being where Al and, you know, Worldwide Express and everybody's from and a lot of family was there. Uh, but two, just sooner than later, was uh, was nice to finally click that off. All right. So that's that day. How have the last three days been since uh, since the victory? Uh, it's been honestly a lot of, a lot of media, a lot of fun, uh, a lot of, you know, celebratory you know, breakfasts and lunches. And luckily we got a lot of great partners and, um, uh, and Al covered, um, a handful of stuff. Worldwide Express bought breakfast. I bought lunch, uh, niece bought, uh, uh, root beer float bar. Uh, my favorite is root beer. And I'm not, I'm not 21. So they got all their beverages and I got my root beer <laughs> float. So we was, uh, next, next week. Well, if we win, we're going to get the animal factory crackers they said so just to just to push the not 21 thing but no it's been a lot of fun and like i said i'm like man i've been super busy like i already had somewhat of a schedule already that i I had a lot of stuff to do and uh all of a sudden i added 10 things and everything was now tight together and close so i'm like man it's just just winning things a lot of fun and stuff but i'm like man it's just a truck win i'm i can't imagine how busy i'd be if i won an xfinity race or won a cup race or won a 500 or won a championship or something, but it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun and it's, it's especially cool that we get to go race next week in Bristol. We led the most laps last year and ran second and Knoxville, uh, another dirt track. We led the most laps and then blew up. So it just, er everybody's working with a smile on their face because they know we have a really, we're already really confident going in here. And now, uh, you know, we already got one sitting on the shelf and a ticket of playoffs that we're just playing with house money right now. I know when I talked to you in Victory Lane after your win on Saturday, you know you could you could see the emotions, you could hear it in your voice. When you put in perspective all that you've gone through, not just the fact that yeah, okay, it was you know your 59th start, you hadn't won, and, you know you've been a bridesmaid four times, but all the things off the track, the injury. I know you know the personal battles you've been going with your girlfriend Peyton and how in her health and all of that stuff. Did that kind of weigh on you a little bit, and did it feel like a release? uh, in, being in victory lane there on Saturday. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I just feel like I know who I am again. Uh, honestly, you just forget who you are, um, for a little bit, just all that stuff. You just, you focus on every other thing and, and, and you try to focus and eliminate others. I mean, I, I turned into a real, I don't want to say douchebag, right. But like, just like so focused that like, I kind of had the blinders on to, you know, my other life. You know, I just was only focused on racing and I was trying to eliminate and try and keep stuff out of my mind. But I had a lot of stuff going on and 
eventually, you know, there's, there's a lot more that goes to just the two things. You know, there are a lot, a lot more internally that I had to deal with last year that, um, you know, maybe I'll, I'll be able to tell, you know, five, 10 years from now and really understand why I was the way I was. But, uh, you know, it's a lot of, a lot of pressure. Um, you know, just those two things alone is a lot to handle at 19 and trying to win races and try and handle it all. But just a lot of, you know, politics involved and a lot of little things that just was adding up and, and it just, it almost became, I couldn't handle it um, in a sense. So to finally click that off, it kind of took all the objects out of the water. And now all of a sudden that wave pool is a lot smoother and a lot calmer. And um, I just kind of can relax and, and know this is what I want to do. And I can have fun with it again and, and just kind of have that, off it, it means more than anything and, and it would make a lot more sense and it makes a lot of sense to me that it just it means so much to just finally have that and, and, and take away a lot of stuff that happened last year um that it just it just makes it all right you mentioned bristol a little bit ago and and dirt racing in particularly you meant uh, knoxville you ran well there bristol runner-up there a year ago uh, obviously a lot of momentum heading back to Bristol this weekend for you and your niece team. What, what's clicking with you and, and these dirt surfaces the last couple of years? Dude, I, I don't know. I just happened to just find the right, I, I, I ran Eldora in 2019 as my debut and, um, just sort of clicked right away. Like I it, it just kind of came natural that, you know, I had to work hard at a lot of stuff and learn and adapt, but this is dirt on trucks. Uh, trucks on dirt just kind of clicked for me. Just it, it, I had the idea of what I needed in the truck right from the start, and I just kind of kept that. Just kind of got myself more confident. I started to run dirt more since I've enjoyed the trucks on dirt and ran good there that I want to go run more dirt stuff and make my – it's more fun than anything, but also, too, if I can be smarter – and know just that much more that it'll help me just for the little details and just being that much better than, you know, the other guys out there that are just trying to just run the race or just trying to get through it. Like I feel really good going into it um, that I'm a part of that, you know, four or five that always seem to just be up front in those races. But just if I can have a leg up on them and just be a little smarter, um, it goes a long way, but I just, what the, I've gone with the same feel I have since in 2019 that I kind of walked myself into and uh, it, it, it's worked and I've just adapted my style to it. Uh, just it, I really love the idea of being able to manipulate, to have gratification from behind the wheel and uh, be elbows up and muscle up and, and make the difference behind the wheel. And that's, that's mainly what that race is. And, and it's just a, it's just a big game, big game of manipulation um, to make speed. So it's just, it's a lot of fun and rewarding. Carson, this weekend at Bristol kind of ends that really tough five-race stretch for the truck series, and obviously the momentum now coming off a win is huge. How how much ready is you and your team maybe for a little bit of a break, right? Like, I mean, it's been a tough stretch for the truck series in the last several weeks, and obviously you're going to end it on dirt. So uh, what would it mean to you to not only run well, but possibly go you know back-to-back -back and join in a very exclusive list. I think the sixth driver to win his first two races back-to-back -back and kind of do it during this very difficult point of the early part of the season. Yeah, we, um, 
you know, we still have Martinsville. That that's how we end the stretch. But yeah, like yeah. honestly, it's I want the stretch to keep going now that we were good. <laughs> I wanted the stretch to end when we when we blew a tire at Atlanta and uh ran out of brakes. You know, we had a bleeder issue at Toda and you know, we had two outside thirty thirtieth finishes and I'm like, Man, let's be a break or something and, and just had to reset but now with this when with the one on the board and I, I think we'll have a really good day at Bristol, I just wanna I just wanna keep racing every week. So um, you just ride the momentum you have and uh, ride the confidence you have, and hopefully we we can keep going with the next two weeks, and um, just makes the, everybody work just as hard, and if not harder. And um, you know, if you enjoy what you're doing, you don't don't work a day in your life. And I've never I never worked a real job, and I've enjoyed every second of it. So I definitely haven't worked a day in my life. But you know, when these guys are winning races, you know, hopefully they they forget it's uh it's work, and it's just about enjoyment and being a good balance between work and work and pleasure for them. This NASCAR season, Toyota Racing isn't looking for just anyone to join the team. No, we're looking for bankers, the ones who are open on Sundays. So if you live for the gravity-defying 31-degree banks like this one on Turn 4 at Daytona, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. Here for Ryan Blaney, four tires with Sunoco fuel. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak. Final question for you, more of a a procedural question. Last weekend, we saw it uh, in Texas. We'll see it again in Bristol this weekend with the controlled pit stops. Uh, Your thoughts? Uh, I know a little less stress as a driver, not having to worry about speeding on pit road. And obviously, the team can can get what they need to do done and and not have to worry about losing spots on the pit lane. Uh, Is that something you think maybe this series needs more of or, or maybe is there too much of it now? Wait, sorry, you broke up just a little bit for me. Say that again, sorry. Control pit stops. Uh, we saw it at Texas last weekend. Didn't have to worry about speeding on pit road. We had scheduled breaks to make stops. We'll see it again in Bristol this weekend. Uh, your thoughts on that from the driver's seat? Ah, uh, I mean, yes and no. I like it and don't like it. You know, there's pros and cons to everything. Um, yep. I just, if it's... uh if it means we can have more short tracks or more oddball racetracks uh, and not have pit stops, I think that's a plus. Uh, I like the live pit stops just because it has kind of has the show and it kind of feels like a NASCAR race, right? You know, that's always been the you know tradition, right? It's the pit crews, but getting yep. so expensive and everything that it's kind of hit or miss for me. But um, you know, if we can go to a national fairground to get and we have and the only minus is we go to you know we lose live pit stops. I'm not. I'm not going to be sad about it or upset about it, but uh, you know, at the same time, I think it's going to be cool that we have live pit stops at North Wilkesboro and um, you know, just kind of have that, you know, old tradition, you know, NASCAR feel. Finally, Carson, before we let you go, I'd be remiss as we are NASCAR coast to coast talking about grassroots racing. What does 2023 look like in terms of, your late model schedule, obviously that's kind of where you cut your teeth, where you grew up before getting to the truck series. 
what does that part of your schedule look like? I know you ran Birch Run, picked up a win there. Uh, but, but, you know, back home in Michigan, you run Berlin, places like that. But what does 2023 look like on the short track schedule? Uh, not a whole lot. Honestly, we'll run some in Michigan. Um, you know, I got a lot of great partners out there that um, it's great to come home and, and go run in front of family. And, and, and that's just good to keep the, the chassis um, that I've ran all my life, really, and help them develop and feel a part of something back home and not lose touch with, with the friends I've grown up with and the people I've raced with when I was younger and um, going to run some there, run the Blizzard Series a few times to prepare for the Derby. Going to run North Wilkesboro and the Pro and Super. Uh, I think I'm going to run Milwaukee and the Arkham Midwest Tour and the Late Mall just to kind of prepare a little bit for that. And then uh, I'm hoping to run the Dirt Late Mall that Nice has in this building. They're putting it back together and I want to go to Eldora for sure. I love that place and, and hopefully run a, a good bit more times than that and just kind of hit hit all elements. Um, you know, I love Kyle Larson's idol mine, and I love the fact that, uh, you know, he runs as much as he did. And Brian Clawson was my man growing up and still is to this day of, of my number one idol. And I love the fact that he wanted to run 200 races. And that's a dream of mine to eventually do. And um, the more races I can get, the better. Well, hey, man, congratulations. Best of luck this weekend at Bristol. Really proud of you. And uh, enjoy the win for another couple days. And then it's back to work slinging some dirt, which I know you love. Uh, and hopefully I'll get to see you back at Millbridge behind the wheel of a micro here soon, too. Yeah, I got to go get fitted here soon. I, I'm going to run some uh, for a guy that out here. So I'm going to I'll be out there. I'm sure. Sounds good. We'll see you in Bristol. Carson Hosevar, first career win back at Texas Motor Speedway last week. Going to try to go back to back this weekend at Bristol. Coming up next, we'll take a look at some news and notes and the calendar on NASCAR Coast to Coast presented by Wheelan Engineering. Wheelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry, designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and warning systems for the automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Wheelan products are designed, sourced, and manufactured in America and tested on site to meet the toughest industry standards. Wheelan Engineering, manufactured in America for over 70 years. We never left, and we're here to stay. NASCAR Coast to Coast presented by Wheelan Engineering. A great conversation with Carson Osavar. Got to feel good for that young racer out of Portage, Michigan. Finally got that elusive win done. I tell you what, Kyle, the emotions, if you would have been there and not skipped work, you would have oh. seen the emotions of what it was like on the front straightaway, uh, kneeling in just absolute sheer elation. His family was down there. Uh, it was cool. And, and as somebody who's got to watch him progress through the truck series over the first uh, two and a half years of his Tenure here in NASCAR uh, couldn't be happier uh, for that driver to finally get that win this weekend. Yeah, he has certainly been on an emotional roller coaster uh, on and off the racetrack uh, the last what two or three years now, ever since entering the NASCAR uh, Craftsman Truck Series. Um, but but it was finally finally good to see everything come together for for both himself and the Nice Motorsports team, uh, a relatively small team in the series, but uh, has no doubt grown over the last couple of years, and he's been a big part of that growth. Uh, but to, to allow now Carson to, it looks like, have a shot at the championship, part of the 10-driver field in the playoffs at the end of the year, he gets that win to qualify him in. So 
Uh, we'll see if that momentum can continue into this week's dirt race at Bristol. All right, third straight year, Carson will be in the postseason for the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series. All right, some news and notes before we look ahead to what's coming up this week. How about Joey Denowitz, a name maybe some are not familiar with, has been a longtime uh, member of the Spire Motorsports Group. Uh, he's now been named the managing director of the weekly uh, and national touring series for NASCAR. He'll report directly to Ben Kennedy. Kyle, big move for NASCAR to get somebody like Joey, who's been a part of track enterprises and promotional groups, as well as with Spire Holdings, to now have a front row seat and guiding the direction of the Wheel and Modified Tour, of course, in some of the NASCAR sanctioned tracks all across the country. So a uh, really big pickup for NASCAR this week, making that announcement. Yeah, it's a big job, uh, and there's a lot happening right now with, with ARCA East and West and the National Series, the Modifieds, the Pinty Series. A lot happening outside of, of the three National Series that uh, we focus a lot on of our attention on the weekends uh, here on the Motor Racing Network with Cup, Truck, and Xfinities. And I think Joey, uh, I think he can get the job done. Um, he's been there on, on a PR level, uh, representing both teams and drivers for a number of years. And then you mentioned Spire Motorsports and, and helping bring the, the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series to the Knoxville Raceway for the couple of years that they ran there. Of course, Spire was a big part of the promotions group that uh, helped put that event on, and, and he was behind it. So uh, we'll see how we can do here in this uh, in this new role. No, no doubt has seen the sport from a lot of the, the different perspectives that are out there. Um, and now maybe he can take what he's learned at those national levels and, and bring it back down to uh, to the local levels and, and the roots of the sport. Best of luck to Joey in his new gig. Also want to give a shout out to our former NASCAR National Weekly Point Series champion, Josh Berry, a second place finish at Richmond in the NASCAR Cup Series. Again, continuing to fill in for the injured Chase Elliott. Kyle, you know, rumors are starting to swirl. Is somebody's job in jeopardy? If Josh Berry continues to impress and we look toward next year, I know, you know, there's been rumors about junior motorsports when they go cup racing, they want Josh Berry to be the guy, but could he fill someone else's seat in the near future? Because this guy continues to impress, not like many of us on the uh, weekly series are surprised. We know what Josh Berry's done for years behind the wheel of a late model. And of course, Richmond was a short track, but I mean, the sky's the limit for Josh Berry. How impressed were you by him this weekend? It is. And uh, it was nice to see uh, when you look up at the the timing and scoring late in the race. And suddenly there's Josh Berry uh, right at home, as you mentioned, on a short track, on asphalt. Um, he's kind of going to be a fish out of water this weekend in dirt, but most of the guys out there will be as well. Uh, but Josh is, has progressed so much in the last four weeks uh, since he jumped in that car at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway when Chase was injured. I look for big things, and we've said it for years, and Dale Jr. said it for years before, even before he brought Josh on, um, that there's a lot of potential there. And, and I think we're starting to see that potential at the sport's highest level. I mean, he he was you know in contention for the race win there in the closing laps, only to fall short to his teammate. I don't know. I don't know if there's going to be a ride open at Hendrick, uh, I don't think you take Chase Elliott's job. And I think everybody else is fairly secure because they're running well and they're winning races. I mean, Williams already picked up some wins this year. Kyle's won. Alex is, was the point leader at going in the last week. So, um, but yeah, there's there's definitely a future and a place for him somewhere in the sports uh, top level years down the road, uh, maybe sooner than that. But uh, no doubt right now, he's making the best of the opportunity that he's been given. 
Absolutely. And finally, Bubba Pollard. How about that fog shortened race? The SRL national race at Mobile International Speedway over the weekend, uh, beating some of the best again in the sport. I mean, we know the 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 tally that that Bubba Pollard has is a short track racer, but Steven Assey, Jet Nolan, Casey Roderick, Hunter Robbins, all behind Bubba. They're racing to the fog delay. What was your take on that? Because Bubba had a big weekend too, pulling double duty as well with Casey Roderick. And we know the rivalry that's there from the national race. That was a couple weeks ago at Five Flags, but seems to have gotten the best of Casey at least this week. Thankfully, no shenanigans broke out between those two. It was like you mentioned a double header or double dip for, for both of those drivers. Glad to see uh, Bubba. We had him on a couple of weeks ago. It was very optimistic. Um, I'm not sure about you know racing into the fog. I mean, we've had a couple of those issues up here in New England, and it can get hairy at times, and you can't see the back straightaway. Um, so I think they made the right call to shorten the events. Uh, so congratulations to Bubba on, on picking up that win. Well, Kyle, the good news is, is we are in the month of April. That means it is spring sizzler time just around the corner. We're just a couple of weeks away. I know you're ultimately excited, but leading up to that, we've got some big races coming up on the calendar this week. Uh, the Pro Late Models at Five Flags, the Alan Turner Pro Late Model season kicks off this weekend. The final series to kickstart at that iconic racetrack. You know, we talk a lot about super late models and, of course, late model stocks, but the pro late models at Five Flags, uh, some of the toughest competition around uh, in terms of pro late models. They're kicking off their race this weekend or their season this weekend. Should be all kinds of interesting and exciting. We'll hopefully have a recap for you next week. And then up by your neck of the woods, Thompson, finally, are they going to get the icebreaker in? What's the weather looking like? Yeah, uh, they're expecting rain on Thursday for practice. Uh, so they, I think they've shortened the window. Not a big deal. Uh, the Friday night program looks good. The, the Snoco modifieds, the weekly, or the, I guess the monthly, they don't run weekly, the monthly modifieds uh, that compete there like SKs uh, will be in action on Friday night along with Saturday. Tour modifieds, uh, good field, I believe, signed up for, for their 125 lapper on Sunday, Saturday evening uh, because Sunday, of course, is the Easter holiday and uh, they didn't want to run up against that. So uh, it's a Friday, Saturday program this week because of last week's rain out at Thompson. So should be some good fields. And an opening night, double dose of our NASCAR sanctioned tracks and NASCAR weekly series program tracks. Langley and Meridian will kick off their 2023 season this weekend as well. Best of luck to all those competitors outrunning those tracks. Meanwhile, we go to the dirt this weekend, Kyle. The NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series live on the Motor Racing Network from Bristol, Saturday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. We get you set for the dirt race, the third annual trip around Bristol on dirt. And if we learned anything, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be dirty, but I cannot wait to see what happens. Uh, maybe some slide jobs for the win. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I was there last year for that event. That's one race that I did get to. Um, and it, it was a it was a good show. Um, I love the heat race concept uh, in setting the starting lineup through qualifying heat races kind of brings you back again to the roots of the sport and, and to where most of these drivers, including Carson Hosevar, uh, have come from. He finished second there a year ago. So I expect him to be a factor come Saturday night. And then uh, we do it all over again, the, the Cup Series on Sunday. So it's going to be a great weekend. It's turned out to be um, a fan favorite over the first three years, I believe. Hopefully the crowd is good. Hopefully the weather is good. Right now, as we record this show, it's it's a bit iffy, um, but it usually is uh, in Thunder Valley uh, with, yeah. with Mother Nature and the rains around the mountains. So hopefully it stays clear and uh, they can get the entire weekend in uninterrupted. 
absolutely. You'll be able to hear myself, Mike Bagley, Dylan Welch, Jason Toy, and uh, George Henberry actually all on the broadcast. The Weather Guard Truck Race on Dirt, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Saturday. And again, some of the Dirt Ringers in there as well. Uh, Tanner Carrick from the Sprint Car Midget World. Jonathan yep. Davenport doing double duty as well. The Mr. Million on the Dirt Late Model side of things. And then we have some cup crossovers as well. Joey Logano, William Byron, Chase Briscoe all coming down as well. Should be a good time. Kyle, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your Easter Sunday holiday. Happy Easter to you, my friend. Hopefully you get a lot of Reese's eggs and all that good candy. What's your favorite candy, by the way? I don't even know. Oh, oh boy. Um, not I don't want to be on the spot. I can tell you that peeps. right now. Okay. okay. Not peeps. Same. A good caramel egg, maybe. I don't know. All right. We'll work or on it. Or is it caramel? Car- caramel? Caramel? Caramel. Oh, wait, that's that's where you and Dylan are from. Never mind. That's right. Caramel, Indiana, not caramel, Indiana. <laughs> Anyways, for Kyle Ricky, our producer, Pat Jaggers, appreciate it. My name is Chris Wilner. Again, tune in the Motor Racing Network. Truck Race on Dirt, Saturday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time on MRN. Enjoy your rest of your racing weekend. Happy Easter. We'll talk all about it all next week on NASCAR Coast to Coast, presented by our friends at Wheelin Engineering on the road, in the air, and around the world. Wheelin is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. Have a good one.